Hello and welcome to Drive Time Thrive Time for Divorced Moms with me, Erin Breeze. We are on the road as always on the 405 headed south from Redondo back to Long Beach where I live during this kind of this little, it turned out to be a COVID, a COVID journey. I didn't know that when I moved to Long Beach in um, January of 2020, um, but sure turned out to be that and I will be leaving Long Beach next summer. So if you're new here, welcome. And this is a podcast, also what I call a car cast, because I am sharing thoughts from the road, literal road, about the road, the road of life, the metaphorical road that we are all on together. And my hope is that this brings you some added insight, inspiration, intention as you approach this. And above all, I want you to know you are not alone. You are not alone, and wherever you are in this path, in this journey, just know you're supported, and you are not alone, and you do not need to go it alone. So many women that I speak to through Happy Home put a lot of added pressure and feel on some level that, like, it's kind of that, this pressure to, well, I got myself into this situation, so I somehow, you know, I have to do this, prove that I can do this by myself, or I don't deserve to have help or whatever. We all, we have so many beliefs that limit where we limit ourselves. So from receiving, right? From receiving help, from getting resource, from getting support, from investing in ourselves, all these things. And today I'd love to really invite you to, to check in on some of these for yourself. We're going to, we're going to talk about some of the core guiding beliefs here at Happy Home. And these beliefs are part of what we work on and work with. And, you know, if you're new to mindset work, really, here's like the the quick orientation and how I would invite you to kind of think about this as you're coming in today. In my learning over the last several years that I've been more and more focused on the relationship between thoughts and feelings, I, I did not grow up understanding that thoughts were just thoughts <laughs> manufactured by our mind, but also not by our mind. Like it's amazing how many thoughts, when we start to really explore our own thinking, they're not even our thoughts. Thoughts are like flying around out there. <laughs> they really are. And I think of thoughts at this point in my life having done years now of, of mindset work um, and exploration around this is as really more akin to music. There's a soundtrack that's happening. And so as you, as you think about this as music, you know, you can go into a space, into, you know, a place. Um, I don't know why, but I just got, <laughs> I just got a, a memory of going into, um, Oh my gosh, what is it called? It's this kid's store. It's a teen and young adult store that I realized several years ago I definitely don't belong in because the music is always so loud. It's not, oh, what is, um, it'll come to me later. I can't believe I'm forgetting it. Um, Outfitter or something? Wait, I will, Urban Outfitter? Is that a thing? Um, yes, these things that start to, to show our, our, our generation here. So, yes, I am a Gen Xer. I will turn 45 in a month. Um, we'll talk more about my birthday, a different, a different episode. But 
Urban Outfitters, they'll sound, I couldn't even stay in the store because it was too loud for me. And I know I'm not alone. You know, I'm sure you can think of a store or an elevator or a place where the music just, you couldn't tolerate it. It was so counteracting to your being, <laughs> right? And thoughts are the same way. So I invite you to really and like explore this with me and for the for the moment like embrace that idea like if your thoughts are like music what is the feeling it's creating for you right because we can all think of music that lights us up that takes us back to a place in time things from childhood or you know other just moments or just favorite songs that go along with a time in our lives right and so they can place us. They're so connected to our memory, music. And they change our, the way we feel. If we're intentional about what music we're playing, we can really shift our mood. And hopefully you intentionally use music as a device, especially for yourself um, and for your family. It's such a helpful way also with our, with our children, right? To sort of set or reset in our homes. Um, what that soundtrack is can make all the difference in aligning it with our lived intention, what experience we're desiring to have. So to me, the power of, of the mindset work that we do at Happy Home is be gaining mastery. And so I want to invite you to think about being more self-centered in your life today and every day. I want you to choose to be self-centered. If we would all be self-centered this and really own what that means and and explore the self and what makes ourselves more aligned with love and joy and peace and prioritize that first before we do anything else we could radically change our well everything really because when we're self-centered and we are coming from our highest self. So a highest self, self-centering self means I'm going to be centered, right? I'm going to ground myself so that my words, my actions, everything is coming from me. I'm not reacting, right? I'm starting, I'm the, do, the first domino. <laughs> everything is coming from me. And a lot of times I see us, especially when we're going through big life change, we, we end up in react like in a state of reaction and I want you to know if that's happening it's normal it's a normal part of any huge life change like because especially if there's something shocking that's happened in in like even just the decision can be a shocking right but there also might have been aspects of things you learned about your partner or the way that the your marriage um, started to come undone that is shocking right so when we're shocked we end up in a state of reacting to what's happening often because we're trying to make sense of things and we're very disoriented. So one of the things we want to do is is break that. Notice if we're in that reactivity and we have to get ourselves really grounded and self-centered because moving from a place of self-centeredness is the most empowered place. And when we get conscious again of when we start to work with our thoughts as our music right and we get clear on what it means to be centered self-centered then we can tap into our highest self and work from there to create 
everything in your life is a creation from you. Now, sometimes we look around and we're like, I didn't create this. I did not ask for this. I did not want this. This was not my order. But it was or it wouldn't be here. And I know that can feel hard. And part of this journey is understanding what are the things that, I'm, that I've been creating subconsciously, unconsciously, right? For my own learning, for my own growth, so that I can have this awakening, okay? A lot of these are, again, we were earlier, I was mentioning how like there are the thoughts that we create in our mind, and then there are these thoughts that when we start to really examine and question and look at them, we realize they're society's thoughts, there are identity groups' thoughts, they are collective thoughts that were that just pop in, right? And the more we get practice at this and can say no thank you to thoughts that we prefer not to have, it's so amazing how, how precise we can be when we notice thoughts infiltrating like that loud music and just go, oh, no thanks. Sometimes we need to leave the environment, right? Leave the, the in this case, I had to rapidly, I got so, see, when, it, when it's loud music for me, it makes me really cranky, like really grumpy. I can't think, I can't make a decision. I just need to flee, okay? So I needed to flee from the music. And often those of us, if you're listening with divorce happening, right? We needed to flee the environment of what we had co-created with our partner because it was no longer serving us, okay? So part of this is getting really clear that like, okay, I get to, I get to move myself when I'm self-centered, I get to move myself into alignment with myself, right? So sometimes that does mean leaving a space, leaving a relationship, right? And then we have to decide what we wanna create from, right? But we have to do that from a self-centered place. If you are not choosing intentionally to put yourself in a self-centered space, you can't create with all your power because other people are present rather than you being present, other people's thoughts and ideas. So we are talking about beliefs today because everything that we're experiencing has a belief underneath it, okay? So meaning that often what we're experiencing in life, you probably have heard this, People will say that you kind of, you get in life what you believe you deserve, right? So it's these ideas that like we're limited by what we can, by our own imagination. But how freeing is that? Because if you really get self-centered and allow yourself to imagine, you are infinite. You have limitless potential. So one of the most important beliefs that we work on at Happy Home is, well, Number one, trusting I am exactly where I am meant to be. I am exactly where I am meant to be. So if you're like me driving, obviously you can't jot that down. Please don't. I do have my notes on my lap to take a peek at my beliefs that I want to talk about. But I'm not writing, I promise. Um, and I can come back to this if you want to do some more um, belief work when you're not driving and jot that one down. I am exactly where I am meant to be. Because can you see see and feel how that music of I am exactly where I am meant to be. I am on time for my life. I like to say I am exactly on time for my life. Holy cow. Like that is a totally different feeling when we self-center into this 
I am exactly where I'm meant to be than if we have a thought that's saying my best years are behind me. Things have gone wrong. I'm not, this isn't, this wasn't supposed to happen, right? So part of what we all are working on is, is getting curious about what are the beliefs that are shaping our lived experience? Because when we start to get clear on what those are, then we can change them, transform them, shift them. And it doesn't necessarily happen overnight. Some take time to, it's like muscles. We got to really learn how to build it and then practice it consistently. Because the wiring that leads us to the unconscious beliefs that we were given as children and that we've just inherited, sometimes even just inherited. We did, it's not even our own lived experience, but it's like what we inherited from our parents and ancestors from their lived experiences. All of these things are at play. And so part of the, the opportunity that we have to make divorce our divine disruption is that we get to do, and if you heard me talk last week about divorce advantages, that inventory, right? The inventory we get to do, when we're doing our life inventory, we get to see, huh, what of the things that are here are the things that I wish for, right? Like, because we can get really aware of what our operating beliefs are based on what we have, what we've manifested, created, what, we've, what we're experiencing, right? Because it gives us so many clues um, into what we thought we deserved, what we thought we deserved professionally, what we thought we deserved, of course, in terms of our relationship, what we thought we were supposed to do in life in terms of both of those things, partnership, children, career, where we're like all these things we can point back to a set of beliefs about what was possible for ourselves. When we get self-centered, we get to make like to choose with such power and intention what it is that we want to create from this place and really anchor into our own infinite potential and get and stop and sort of reset from any of those beliefs that we that we realize have been running that we no longer want to have running right and creating from we don't need to do that but we have to get self-centered we have to get self-centered. And by this, I mean it two ways. One is taking time daily to get centered with your highest self because that's where all your information is. Another belief that we work with in the program, um, Inside Happy Home, is that you have everything within. I don't have your answers. I certainly have tools and strategies and would love to help you see yourself more clearly and and help you be accountable to yourself, help you to navigate the things that come up that can trigger us or set us back, you know, feel like they're setbacks because they're hard. Um, all of those things, I want to help you. However, you have all of the wisdom of you inside. I can help you understand it, interpret it, connect to it, right? So self-centered is first and foremost getting literally, like we got to get centered and figure out what our own alignment practices. And I prefer in the morning because then the whole rest of the day, you've got your dominoes coming from you, right? You're not waking up and kind of having stuff come at you. I want you imagining yourself like 
you know, when you walk through water and you're, you're like making a path, right? And the water is going up to your sides as you're like, if you're walking, you can imagine your steps in the water and, um, the water just, you're parting it, right? As you're walking, like you get to do that in your life every single day. But if we don't get self-centered first, it can feel instead like we're sort of that the, 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 the tide is coming at us. Maybe it's huge waves crashing at us, right? And we can't quite get, um, can't quite catch our breath or stand up, right? Like I can remember some, you know, times I grew up in Florida. I remember being out when it's like stormy waves. Oh, I used to love it. I would, um, my dad loved to fish in the water and he would stand maybe waist high. No, probably like knee high or for him. But of course for me, it felt like I had to swim out to him and I would go catch these, um, little, we call them sea crab. No, sand, sand fleas. I think they're called sea crabs sand crabs out here that they're like little the little white ones that look like a huge roly-poly but but in the sand um and I would fill up a cup with them a little plastic cup like just a drinking cup like a plastic red cup and fill them up and he would use those as bait as he would fish but you remember sometimes those waves so big and I would hold that cup up high to try to get out to him and of course cling to him you know to take a breath and uh, before heading back in and um, hold on to them while I delivered the sand fleas and then I would head back to shore. But so sometimes, right, the waves are really big and it makes it much harder to get to where we're going, right? Um, I want you being self-centered. I want you directing your day. You get to move forward from a place of power and set your intention and set your beliefs for your day so that you're Everything is happening from that place, okay? So the first belief we were talking about today is this idea that everything everything is happening on time. Like you are exactly where you're meant to be. You are on time for your life. Any variation of that that resonates. And, and I would say if that does not feel true, scale of 1 to 10, how true does that feel? How true, do you, how true does it feel that you are exactly where you're meant to be? Are you a 10? If you're not a 10, are you close? If you're not close, if you're not close, then you know what I'm going to ask you to do? Here is a park in front of my house, my little house for the rest of this school year here in Long Beach before heading back to LA next summer. I um, I actually made great time today, so I have a few extra minutes before um, I run in to pick up Harper. So if you're not high on that scale, please reach out. You deserve to be operating from a place of confidence in this belief. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. Divorce can really threaten that for us, that sense of being exactly where we're meant to be because of what we talked about earlier. It's shocking. It's disorienting. It's a disruption so huge. That's why I call it a divine disruption. So it makes sense that we would question that. What I invite you to imagine is that it actually, that all those things maybe that were the the evidence that you thought you had of being where you were supposed to be, if you're feeling like you aren't now, I, I'm going to suggest that some of what you thought was supposed to be actually isn't yours. It wasn't intended to be yours any longer because it wasn't part of this next leg of the trip for you. Okay. And I get that there was a big detour here that you didn't possibly see coming. And that's scary. 
However, you're not alone on it. We have all kinds of GPS systems to help you, okay? You're not alone and you don't have to go it alone. And the journey from wherever you are on that scale to a place of being 10, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. I am on time for my life. This journey, getting to where you are self-centered from this core operating belief of I am exactly on time for my life. I am exactly where I am meant to be. Life is happening This is jumping into another one, but life is happening for me, not to me. When we get to where these are true beliefs, everything, it's just going from black and white to color in our lives because it means that you are, you are embodied as a self-centered being operating with yourself, your highest self and your limitless potential coming forward to part those waters, to set off that domino, right? You are the You're the impetus for everything, not old stories or conditioned beliefs or pressures or things that are shoulds, right? So this is, this is really, really important that we uncover what the beliefs are that are not aligned with our most self-centered self. Okay. We want to explore those and get curious because that's where the work happens. Like our growth, our transformation, the shifts happen as we move, as we explore, why am I not a 10 here? What's coming up for me that is having me say, that's a bunch of whatever to Aaron. Like, yeah, that sounds fine for you. Not my situation. Okay. If that's coming up for you, Beautiful. That's what we want to work on together. And I can't wait to talk with you because the more, the more, um, I kind of love it when there's a lot of that resistance because it means you're so close to the breakthroughs, right? When there's a big charge around something, all that energy is there for you to unlock and put into fueling your next, like this next part of your journey. And that really excites me for you and also for that family of yours, because when they see you claiming all of this energy and using it as fuel to pursue whatever it is you desire to do and whoever you are to be more of you, to be more expressed, to be more alive, to choose vitality over bitterness or, or fear, whatever, right? Whatever it is that's not fully you getting to live in peace and joy and love. When your kids get to witness that in you, it, it's, again, it is black and white to color. It will, it will change forever the trajectory of your relationship with them, their trajectory as they get to witness what it means to go from something so hard, find resilience, find yourself in it, and then be even bigger and bolder and brighter in life, right? To choose self-centered as a way of being. And we can teach it to our kids, which of course is what lights me up is working with you to help you work with your kids and have your home, your happy home, be infused with a set of beliefs that have you all feeling expanded in what's possible for you, not coming from places of fear or past pain, but coming from a place of your infinite potential to create a beautiful future. Yes, there will be disappointments and hardship and all of these things. That's just human. What we have to be guarded against and protect and be self-centered about is not personalizing the struggle as a some reflection that anything wrong has happened. The struggle, those struggles, those hardships, those things that we call hard or painful, that's simply humanness. So we 
we we're human. Like it's, there's nothing we need to judge in ourselves or in our circumstance. If we're experiencing those things, it just means we're human. And I hope it creates actually more space for you to accept yourself, your own humanity, your own vulnerability. I have a a strong suspicion you're way better at accepting others' humanity and others' vulnerability than you are yourself, your own, yourself. And that's another place that we work on at Happy Home is truly choosing self-love, right? So we've been talking today about being self-centered and specifically in relationship to two beliefs. One is I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And sort of the the secondary belief to that is sort of one one statement for me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I am on time for my life. We are looking at that belief, which is a core belief here at Happy Home. And also I have everything I need within. You already have everything that you need within to succeed. Okay. So those are two of, um, I have five that I want to share with you. So we'll share, we'll see how many more we cover tomorrow. Cause now I do need to go in and, and help collect up my, my eighth grader, get her on to school. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is drive time, thrive time for divorce moms. I'm Erin Breeze. I am here to cheer you on, on this road of life after divorce and want you to know everything ahead is bright and beautiful and bountiful and it's up, it's yours. It's yours to claim. I would love to help you claim it. In the show notes, you can find out how to connect with me. And um, until next episode, I'm sending you so much love and sunshine. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.